0: To the Black Anis Horror Podcast, we have an actual Sauron tonight. Welcome, the Witch Blair. Welcome.
1: Hello. Thank you.
0: Hello. Uh, Thank so you for
1: picking me up and making me sound important.
0: You're totally important. You're the most important right now because you're on you're on our show. I just stepped yes. on a puppy. Sorry, puppy. Are you alive? Are you okay? Good boy. He didn't care. He's just showing. Um, so yeah, we have The Witch of Blair! Yay! Uh, Yay! To talk about Suspiria, but before we get to that, how's everyone's week? How's everyone's month? How's everyone doing?
1: Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Busy. I can never decide if that's a good thing or not.
0: Oh, you get bored otherwise. Yeah,
1: well, that's when true. I'm bored, I can just like watch movies and read books, but then I get bored and wish I was doing something. But when I'm doing lots, I just want to read books and watch movies. <laughs> never happy!
2: Ah, oh, so you've always been
1: doing something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything coming up you'd like to pimp?
1: On Saturday... Depends when you're going to be airing this. On Saturday. <laughs> so, uh, um, three months last Saturday.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: No... But yeah, um, Saturday the is it the fourteenth? I feel like it's the fourteenth. Yes, cause it's Friday the thirteenth tomorrow. Yeah. On Saturday the fourteenth, I'm at the scene in Lincoln hosting a roast of Candy Cane. Oh, oh. We're, gonna, we're gonna need a big oven. She's a big girl. Um, oh, exactly. That's a cane, then, really. it, <laughs> no, not a cane. Not a cane. Maybe a, maybe one of those walkers with the
3: tennis
1: <laughs> balls tree. on the bottom. Candy tree. Yeah, but um. Other than that, um, I've got a couple of things coming up in Leeds. Um, a comedian friend of mine is hosting a Mock the Week-style comedy show. Oh,
2: fun.
1: But, yeah, that does sound
2: good. I like Mock the Week. Mm-hmm.
1: You see, I want because this other person's a drag queen as well, I wanted it to be a whole panel of drag queens and have it called Frock the Week, but <laughs> it, this queen was just like, oh, I don't think that'll go down well, so I'm going to do that myself in a couple of months.
0: Why did they not think
4: it yeah. would go down
1: well? Oh, because they do it in a in a normal comedy club and not a gay bar, and it's like, and? They yeah, have right, so? Uh, I'm going to do Frock the Week, and I'm going to make it big, and then one day I'll end up on Mock the Week in full drag, staring at my reflection in Dara Green's head, and I know I've made it. <laughs> 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 that's yep, a dream. I'm watching that
2: episode.
3: But I'll be in the yeah. audience,
1: And then it'll be repeated on Dave long after I'm dead. <laughs>
0: till the end of time <laughs> yes
1: you know, three things will survive the holocaust cockroaches rich people and dave <laughs> the holocaust i meant the apocalypse why did i say the holocaust
0: i mean we could have a rich person on holo- holocaust or something
1: i mean that's basically the purge isn't it When they find <laughs> the, it, we, election is it election day when they when they start getting it back at the rich people
0: yeah dude how close to a purge-style reality do you think that we are as a society right now?
1: I think I think the only thing we need is a slightly higher percentage of alcohol in our drinks, and we'll get there
0: <laughs> rather quickly. Uh, I
2: think that will actually happen if Trump gets re-elected.
1: <laughs> Probably, I mean, I think I think if the, you know, I am very left leaning, but I think if the left wing stopped bitching at each other for five fucking minutes, we could have sorted the world out by now.
0: Oh god, yeah, but it's if like. If we
1: stopped worrying about terminology and started worrying about the people trying to take our rights away, the world would be a better place. Oh fuck yeah, yeah it's
2: that's how Germany is. There's this one big giant right wing, and then there's lots of little left wings. Yeah. yeah well i'm <laughs> not they all in individually cell- but they all, all need to group together and just like stomp it i oh, know there's
0: people yeah. going well, well i'm not supporting them because they're not vegan or i'm not supporting them because they you know don't hate nuclear weapons enough and i'm not no stop god damn it there are bigger fucking problems we can sort out all that little shit later because
1: the there are so many problems in the world don't have a go at people for not trying to sort out the ones you do <laughs> but I get targeted by vegans for being a meat eater right? it's just like do you shop at Primark? well then you're behind child abuse
0: yeah yeah. and I'm so, sorry if you're vegan and you're eating an upswing of vegetables then you're also promoting almost slave labor You yeah. know? Indigent and palm labor. oil is
1: equal <laughs> everything you do has some sort of negative impact everything has a price so why don't you just get on with what you have to do and leave other people alone
0: I love how your words of wisdom sound like one who sold their soul so long ago that they've embraced it. <laughs> okay.
1: yeah. uh, I see all the problems in the world and recognize that I've caused most of them. You know, What can you do? <laughs>
0: uh, Satan, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> you know, I sold my soul in the day when a soul had value, so I got quite a bit for it.
0: I, see, I, I never sold my soul, but I bought one. For a soda yeah. and a cigarette off of uh, this squatter named Lazy in California. And <laughs> I carried around the contract for years, and I ended up losing it in the move over here from America. So does that mean that, like, if I sold my soul now, it's worth the amount of two souls?
1: Well, no, you'd have to sell the souls separately. They'd be separate transactions. Oh, so I
2: you I bought you can't a soul
1: it. off a kid at school for 20p because he didn't <laughs> believe he had one.
2: It could okay. work either way. I mean, I say it's supposed to be, like, a good negotiator. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so surely
1: there must be some sort of trading. I've got to have some kind of leverage, you know? <laughs> well, the thing is, you can you can now sell a soul and not sell yours. Yeah.
0: But, you know, I bet I get twice as much for two souls,
1: though. Oh, right. yeah, you definitely would.
2: The okay. well, thing is, then <laughs> Crossroads demon it, sell their soul of whatever you want, and yours is safe.
1: Okay, yeah. okay, okay. That's also a good way to murder someone <laughs> 10 years from now yeah. without anyone tracing it back to you. You buy their soul. The perfect crime. I know. All right,
0: so, okay. So let's say you do deal with a Crossroads demon. All right?
1: Sorry,
2: um, but all, all that'd be left of the murder would be, like, the random scratches to the body, some salt, and the Winchesters.
0: <laughs> yeah, they'll blame it on the Winchesters. No, right, so... thing let's... is,
1: if I was going to sell my soul, I would want the Winchesters as my fit. i mean, like, give me the Winchesters <laughs> for 10 years, and they can take me. Yeah,
0: and they're not allowed to wear clothes.
1: But and the thing they have to do push-ups all, all the out time. Of all of that, uh, <laughs>
2: they have to flex every time they're in the room.
1: Yeah. Out of all of that cast, the one I want the most is Misha Collins. Oh, oh
2: Misha.
1: But also also now, in the new season, Jack. I am a he's pretty. Cr- cr-
0: I'm a Crowley
1: girl. Ready? I've got a lot
2: of catching up to do then.
1: I better yeah. get them downloaded yeah, later. So, the episode that just aired, they did a crossover with Scooby-Doo where they got sucked oh, into a, a cursed television. I,
2: I see heard about that. So I heard about that. Yeah. It
1: was so good.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to see that. I mean, I saw that because I saw a little thing for him. Freaked the fuck
1: out. <laughs> like rivaling the trickster episodes in the TV. You really? know, it was just, It oh, was just shit. genius.
0: Mm. I love them Yeah, because
2: they, they are some of my favourites on like Mystery Spot And, um,
1: <laughs> what,
2: what, and the re- what was the reality TV show one as well? Oh, Changing oh, Channels changing That was brilliant
1: <laughs> I have genital herpes But I take nice <laughs> daily herpexia
2: Yeah, Mystery Spot was the bedtime movie for, 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 Well, programmed for a while, wasn't it? <laughs> Just my that mom... endless Groundhog Day It
1: brilliant American commercials are so direct, though When I was 14, <laughs> um, me and my family went to Florida yeah, yeah the one time i got to go to america and i got to go to the tourist trap bit and Aww, it was um yeah,
0: Florida sucks, yep. it was hilarious
1: because like um like british adverts are getting a bit more like it now it's like do you do you wee when you cough why not use tenor lady but back then like british adverts were just very much like have you had an accident at work that wasn't your fault and it was all very sort of like trying to be really proper about it and then literally got to america turned on the television it was like do you have do you suffer from vaginal dryness <laughs> well
2: yeah, I, hope you, I, I remember no that when i was over the there place. and it was the ones where it was just like a hardware store and there's just this big guy big fat like guy with a cowboy hat on who's obviously you know a cowboy from florida and he's just being like just naming all of his rivals going they're all shit they'll screw you over come to yeah. my, my place yeah. we won't <laughs> they're like
0: what <laughs> yeah yeah that's like illegal over here isn't it no, in yeah, the States, you
2: can full-on just
1: oh advertise yeah, everything
2: <laughs> it, it, you it, think um, about everybody else. It's, great. it's like <laughs>
1: slander and libel, isn't it?
0: I mean, it should count. I mean, we have slander and libel laws, but I think they only count for, like, really, really rich people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of shit for fucking calling... Because they have hotlines, right? And there was one medication called fin, fin where it was like, if you've been given fin, fin and some shit's happened to you, they call us. And I was like, yeah. So I called them a bunch of times. They were like, we're going to call the police. I was like, but my Fin Fin. And they were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got in the same shit with, there was an advert for Restless Leg Syndrome. And I'm still not 100% sure that's a real thing. What the <laughs> fuck is... <laughs> with a fucking rest of and legs and dreams.
3: It's it, apparently it's, it's like when you're idle
1: sleeping, hands where your legs just wanders around. Yeah, it's when you're apparently it's when you're asleep and your legs just kick all the time, like you do the can can in the in your sleep or something. <laughs> like you, Misty. I don't. I make biscuits with my
2: feet. No, you're now
0: a what flailer.
2: You guys call it? You're a flailer. Only she's. You're like Jackie Chan from the waist down when you're asleep.
1: Thing is, she's not asleep. She's just trying to annoy you. <laughs> Maybe she's, I
2: have seems. restless leg syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It'd be like, I'll be all comfy.
1: And suddenly it's like, what's up? Apparently, so
2: yeah.
1: Apparently I've got restless fist syndrome. My husband once told me that I once just punched him in the back of the head. when we were. asleep. <laughs> I wasn't asleep. <laughs>
2: he put the ketchup in the wrong cupboard yeah
0: oh yeah that was a you know i was sleeping i didn't mean to <laughs> so right we should we should go from uh, sleep spousal abuse and actually talk about the movie um
1: yeah
0: so this was a first time watch for you Blair.
1: yes um it's one that i've heard so much about and you know when you just think i need to watch this film and then you never go out and buy it yeah yeah <laughs> But you know, when you were like, oh, will you review this film for us? I was like, yeah, maybe I should watch it now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we've given you an excuse. We've shared the magic.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. On that note, we should play the trailer. Welcome to our
5: academy. I'm Stan, one of the instructors.
4: Nice to meet you. So, you moved in here? I only
5: didn't want to
4: we will do nicely together. I think you're sweet. Even if I have the name of a snake? Hey, uh, tell me you have to give me $50 a week. Yeah. In advance.
2: How'd you like it at August? It's nice. Well, what is it?
6: I just wanted to talk to you about some of the things that have been happening here lately.
4: It's useless to try and explain it to you. You wouldn't understand.
5: It all seems so absurd, so fantastic. All I can do is get away from you as soon as possible.
4: which begin with the letter S are the names of snakes. Would
0: would anyone like to do a brief synopsis or do you want me to do it?
2: I think we should let Blair or you because um, I'm pretty much rewatching it now after about a year. So. <laughs> uh, thing
1: is, I could probably do, I, I could probably do a, a, a crap synopsis in about four sentences, and then you could do a real one.
0: <laughs> oh no, I think your crap
3: <laughs> no, would work. About go? About go for it. It. <laughs> Get for
1: it. Okay, so uh, a, a crap synopsis of Suspiria will be: um, Lady arrives at airport in <laughs> what I'm assuming is Germany. Even though it's yeah. an Italian film. And um, the cab drivers in German are very host- in Germany, are very hostile. <laughs> she, eventually, she eventually gets to a dance school that doubles up as a witch's coven that wants to kill lots of people for reasons that will never be explained except for that they're evil (laughs) evil because evil proper disney villain sort of it's just like how do they keep getting people to go to this school it's like why do people keep moving to midsummer people always (laughs) die there the mortality rate if the mortality rate of a a city was as high as it was at this school you wouldn't move there It was a Um, brilliant film, but it's just like it's one of those films where you just think everyone has had their common sense glands removed.
0: Oh, oh, I don't think. Yeah, especially with our main character. But yeah, I think that was a good synopsis. That wasn't crap. Uh, That
1: was perfect.
0: Yeah. Hostile
1: Germans, (laughs) witches and lack of common sense. And chatty ballerinas. Which is pretty much my early 20s. That's
0: right. So we have um, this American ballerina. Going to this well known, world renowned ballet school in Germany.
2: Very la de da.
1: It is so famous that the papers never report on all the murders that happened. There.
0: <laughs> How do they choose who to kill? When they took out the blind guy, what the fuck did that guy do? Like, I thought they went after her because she was defiant, I guess. Yeah. Like, she was Well, misty- they went after
1: the. Because they went after the blind guy, the excuse was because the dog attacked the kid, but didn't the kid purposefully antagonize the dog?
0: Yeah, yeah, they did it on purpose to so that he, so that they'd have an excuse to fire him, so that he would then get killed. But why? Yeah. What did he yeah, do? Yeah, and also,
1: also <laughs> at the end when they're like, oh yeah, we have to kill this girl, we have to kill her. Why? She was she was compliant and drugged at this point.
0: <laughs> God, oh, I love it when I'm compliant and drugged. I know. right? <laughs> That's not like the best Saturday nights ever, but yeah. So she arrives yeah. there and she's introduced to the German teacher, dominatrix lady. Yeah. And the uh, the super sort of posh, rich, fancy lady that is assistant to the what is it called? Like the, the, the head person. Yeah, the director. Yeah, the director.
1: who's also the head of the company. The weird thing about the German dance teacher is she's like a, she's like a sexier Miss Trunchbull. <laughs> from Matilda. Oh, the I got straight away. <laughs> but the thing is, when they're when their first meeting and, you know, they meet the vice director, the rich woman, and she she's literally just there for exposition at that point because she's explaining all the other characters around her and she's like, oh, yeah, you're a German dance teacher. She's very... I don't think she's angry. She's just German and very austere. She's even <laughs> like that with me. And it's like the, the German woman came across as far friendlier than the vice yeah. director. <laughs> So it's yeah. like you're literally saying this woman is, you know, really sort of austere and direct when actually <laughs> you're the one who doesn't seem to have any warmth about you.
5: <laughs> well, yeah,
0: until she meets the, uh, the handyman guy on the stairs, you're like, oh, he's so ugly, isn't he? I mean, yeah, but don't worry, okay. he doesn't
1: speak a word of English, which, by the way, we all speak in Germany.
0: <laughs> what, what, that, what gets me is imagine being that level of ugly where people are just like, God, dude, yeah, look how fucking ugly that person is. Jesus I mean, I have,
1: Christ! <laughs> I have met people like that. I've slept with people like that. You know when you've had a, a Jager bomb too many. Ah, uh, yeah.
0: You, and you wake, you wake up
1: in the morning and yeah. it, it, you, 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 the, the regrets are stronger than the hangover. You know it's what? It's not so when you wake
2: up and you go, "Who's that?" You wake up and you're like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> <laughs> what
5: is
1: you it? just you, you wake up the next day. Uh, say, I've had what, a couple of those. What the oh, fuck is? Ooh. What fucking sob story did they feed me to get me? kitty Like, how oh. many relatives have they lost in the last month that I felt compelled to sleep with
2: <laughs> It's where you slowly skulk away and hopefully they're not awake. And if they're in your house, you just pack whatever you can and leave forever. <laughs>
1: Do you have any idea how many of my own houses I have burnt down? <laughs>
0: Well, you have to burn it down you'll never get the smell out <laughs> yeah. oh,
1: I have I, I have sunk so many canal boats
0: <laughs> oh, God. you know although this has nothing to do with the baby but just talking about this and uh, waking up with people uh, we ran it we saw one of Ben's old friends from ages ago not long ago and apparently all these girls that have banged Ben have like formed this crazy cult. (laughs) And they're, like, all stalking
2: him and shit. Yeah. I I, I, I found out that one of my exes, who was a very crazy girl, she (laughs) has since been married and she's with this abusive guy who's horrible to her all the time. I mean, physically hits her. And the only reason she's staying with him and the only reason she married him in the first place is because he looks a bit like me. (laughs)
1: You know what? Sometimes a cardboard cutout is a better option.
2: I mean, but how fucking stalkery crazy do you have to be? I went out with her for about three months, 18 years ago. Why
1: couldn't she have married someone nice and just made a mask if that's what she really needs?
2: I know, right? I mean,
1: it sounds like what she needs is medication, but... (laughs) She's fucking somewhere, oh my word. Two old packs of paracetamol should do the trick.
2: <laughs> that, that's the Sorry, I crazy have a, it's just, I the have fuck? a dark
1: sense of humor. I apologize. Oh nothing. no no, you you are
0: you are on the right show. Don't worry.
1: Okay. So, yes.
0: seriously, go ahead. <laughs> we
1: love. If it. it's a joke, if it's a joke Black Anis would laugh at, we're on the right track.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
2: we, we
1: love all the jokes.
0: Well, not all of them. We don't like the unfunny ones.
2: No. That's remember that, true.
0: Remember, remember that time that one person came on our show and they said something unfunny? As a worst. <laughs> now everyone <laughs> that's ever been on is going to wonder who the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> no, we'll be like, when they said the
2: unfunny bits, we edited them out. <laughs>
0: so
2: none of them will ever know which one it was,
1: because I do a lot of editing.
0: <laughs> Psychological torture amongst podcasters is, I think, a good
1: thing. <laughs> I think it's necessary.
0: It just it shows weeds out our
1: the week once. And it weeds <laughs> yeah. out the
0: week once. Yeah, because how many podcasts do we need about gardening?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. God, few, I'm going to get hate mail now from somebody that does a gardening podcast that are, that's like, what the fuck is your problem? I have no problem with gardening podcasts. I don't think there needs to be a million of them, but I'm sure they're very useful and very handy. And I'll probably listen to one because I kind of want to start a garden. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can't sign them off because you're going to be listening to them all I know, I
0: feel so bad Anyway, um, right, where were we? Bitchy, oh, witchy suspiry. German
1: Yeah, bitchy German Lots of red lighting
0: Oh.
3: Incredibly
1: stressful music I'm glad they <laughs> I'm glad that this film doesn't do what horror movies do now, which is the dialogue is quiet and the sound effects are really loud because they're relying so much on the jump scares. Everything in Suspiria is too loud. (laughs) But that includes the vocals, so it's not really a problem. Like whenever you watch Insidious, it's like the cast are like, this is the dialogue. And then it's like, loud music. Ah, you jumped. That means you're scared. The Insidious boars. Whenever I yeah. go to see a horror movie, like um, my friends are always desperate to see me be scared. And it's like, I will jump. But I just take that as a sign of having good reflexes. Like If a mad axe murderer <laughs> jumps out at me, I'll jump back. And my friends that are dead and don't jump, they'll be the ones who are cut down. But then they're the ones who afterwards are like, oh, I couldn't look in a mirror for three days.
3: Like,
1: <laughs> oh, there might have been a ghost. Yeah, so what? Just say, get out of the way. I'm brushing my teeth or doing my hair. <laughs> I don't mind having ghosts in my house, as long as they're respectful of when it's someone's bathroom time.
0: I'd rather have ghosts than spiders.
1: I mean, I'd rather have ghosts than roommates, to be honest. (laughs) Ghosts don't pay
0: rent, though. They won't split the bills with you at all.
1: Yeah, but also, they don't tend to get in the way as much. That's true. And they don't leave a mess in the bathroom.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) So. um Getting back to what you are saying, you know, about a lot of the red lighting in the movie. Yeah. But every every scene, the way it's filmed, is one very stark colour. Yeah. Because it shifts from white to blues to reds to greens all throughout yeah. the movie. It, it, it was a very... Mask
1: of the Red Death vibe.
0: And it's, it's yeah. fantastic, too, that that they did it this way. Because this was one of the last movies to be made in Technicolour. And God damn, does it show. You know? <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, if you're going to make it in Technicolour, paint with all the colours of the wind. Yes. It, yeah, use all
2: done. I still wish they made a few movies out in technical like this because it's just such a good visual effect.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. This is like a, w- a horror movie on acid. It's like an Alice in Wonderland yeah. experience, but with. It's, it's, yes. like,
2: it's like movie art. It is. Yeah.
0: It, is. it is. It absolutely and is.
1: The thing is, so many of the characters are plot devices, but everyone's got such an eerie look about them that it doesn't matter. Like, you know, the, the little nephew. Yeah. He's literally, he's literally there to piss off a dog. <laughs> That's the only reason he is in that film, but well, because he's, he's got that Children of the Corn blonde hair, he's yeah. creepy, so he can be there.
0: He
4: he's basically
1: the have... equivalent of having gargoyles on a building. He he adds <laughs> to the creep factor.
0: Absolutely, and there's so many little things like that throughout the movie. I thought the first, uh, when she first arrives at the school, oh sorry, when she, she first arrives at the school, it's pissing it down with rain, and she rings, yeah. there's a woman in the doorway shouting and running through the forest and they don't let her in and she has to go stay somewhere else for the night so when she comes back the next day uh her room's not ready so she has to stay with one of the other girls and i wanted more of her in the movie because she is by far probably one of my favorite characters
1: well the thing is she was so hilarious but literally once she's once the main character's fainted and gets moved into the dorms in the school we never see her again i know and she was so great. It's like, did, th- did third year classes end? Like, where is she?
0: <laughs> she was she was so, so, so good. And yeah, it's kind of missing. And then you just get her with um, the redhead, Sarah. Yeah. Was her name Sarah?
1: T- yeah, I-, I think so. Until I- she dies.
0: I've watched this movie 500 times and I still don't remember anybody's fucking name. Because I don't pay attention. Honestly. I was paying
1: attention to the visuals more than anything. Exactly. Like, even the dialogue, I was just sort of like, Ugh. it's a beautiful film, but the plot is ass. <laughs> because, <laughs> because there is there is no justification Ooh. for anything that happens. No, not at all. Well, the, villi- the villains are literally villains because villains be villains, be evil, be evil.
0: Well, yeah, and, and before...
4: I do
1: like to... I do like there to be an incentive. It's just like they're literally just getting people at this school and murdering them. But why are they getting Eternal Youth from this? It's like they're not even killing people sometimes who have discovered them. They're just killing them randomly, it seems.
0: Well, there is something to think about with the Eternal Youth thing. Because maybe that's what keeps the director alive. Because she was originally... Yeah, but they
1: never really make it clear, do they? No, no. They don't even really hint at it. It's just very much... And in a way, I kind of get that because from the main character's perspective, why would she know what they're up to? So I do kind of like that first person aspect. It's like it doesn't have this sort of omniscient narrator aspect to it. Yeah, yeah. But because of the film's kind of camp in a way in its theatricality, I kind of expected more exposition because it was so exposition heavy at the beginning with like the, like I said, the vice director is literally just going, oh, this character's like this. And then the, um, the dance teacher explains the ugly hired help, who is yeah. literally. You you think the amount she talks about him that he's going to be important or integral, and he's not. <laughs> no, um, but
0: that's all it. you get. You get this chunk of exposition at the yeah. beginning, and then you're on your own.
1: And then you're on your own. You're on your own. And also the exposition you've been given is not going to help you with no,
0: not at all. But I see. I love that about it though, because it is you. If it made it more heavy i mean nothing can take away from the visuals but i don't think it would strike me as much if I you kept... might have
1: invested too much in the wrong thing
0: right exactly but exactly. also
1: it, it sort of works by dream logic which is why yes. it's so unsettling and that's what i like
0: that is a perfect way to put it yes it works the thing is like i kind of logic. hate
1: myself for saying oh i wish it had explained more but then again i hate horror movies who are literally explaining everything to you
0: oh
3: god So
1: like, i love a fi- i love a film where you just don't get to know everything yeah. but i like it when a few things are dangled in front of you yeah to yeah, there's make too you ask m- too the many questions.
2: Movies, there's too many movies nowadays which are very spoon feed you every single tiny piece of information you don't get to sort of experience it yourself and yeah. find yeah. your own way in it they're all just like this is what it is and you're like oh okay then
1: I is. think rather than explaining the motives of, you know, the the bad guys, in air quotes, I think I kind of just wanted more of them, because obviously they're this massive occult presence, but that's sort of, the, the occult aspects are sort of crowbarred in towards the end.
4: Yeah. And Was I would
1: have liked the, more undertones of that, maybe. Uh, I would have liked more... Just more of a flavor of it because obviously you know i am a witch i'm big into the occult and i would have liked if it that hadn't felt like it was just quickly thrown in because up until then it was just a slasher flick
0: i would have liked it if they had pronounced it occult.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 I, actually, I
2: actually liked it because of all of that because i was gonna go with this because you don't get to see the actual Backline reasons behind it all. You're seeing it all from like her perspective coming into us, into yeah. the into this scenario.
0: Well, i
2: so she doesn't get to find out why all this happens. So why should we?
1: Yeah, but they do. They are omniscient with it though, because we see things that she doesn't. We see other people getting murdered. We see the it, the chill- piano player. So it's like, if they wanted to do it where we only get to know what she knows, fine. But I think it hedged its bets a little bit too far in the middle. And I wish it would have gone more one way or more the other.
0: Yeah. You know what I'd yeah, like see to what know? Saying. I'd like to know if uh, she finds out whether she burned all of those innocent student ballerinas alive in that building when she ran out of there.
1: <laughs> yeah. I also want to know what happened to the dog after it killed the piano teacher.
0: It just ran off. Is it just roaming it? free? Yeah.
2: It ran off,
1: joined the army. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> it had that red cross on it, which... I was uh, like, is, that, is that is that what they do did with guide dogs in the 70s in in germany they? Well, put they
2: probably put, put a target on it because
1: <laughs> it was it was just a bit when i first saw the dog i was like expecting it to have because of the markings on the jacket i was expecting it to have a keg of brandy on its neck because <laughs> they did they did sort of crowbar in the occult because she literally bumped into a psychiatrist who had a friend who studies the occult <laughs> yeah. and again i know i know it was the 70s but uh, i get so sick of that oh yes and witches are evil servants of the devil it's like uh, some of us have good days <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean they're but, rare you know, but it, it, they
1: have <laughs> you have to put it you have to put it in context of its time um but it was it was such a good film i just found it so visually appealing
0: Oh gosh, the kills in this movie are yeah. they're so elaborate and so colorful. And just, oh, they're, they're just beautiful. They're works of death art, you know.
1: And also, I love any doctor who prescribes red wine.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. But Sarah, the redhead. Mm. Right. She gets she's being stalked. She gets Goes into a room, locks herself in, and they're jiggling the lock for fucking ever. And she climbs through this little window.
1: Yeah, the the most the most simple lock
3: It's <laughs> literally
1: lift the latch. They're under it, they're through. But it's like not masturbating enough. The wrists aren't strong enough.
0: <laughs> but she goes through this little window and she jumps into this room and the room is full of razor wire.
1: Right. yeah because every school has a, has a room to store their razor wire Well, I know,
2: that, especially special, ballet school it, it, it's, yes it's ballet school they do that shit. they're like pirouette through this bastard
1: <laughs> was that left over from the trenches in the war like why was why was it there
0: I, well what gets me is like she she goes it's not like she fell through the window into it and didn't see it she goes through the window and is standing on a box on the side of the room and makes the conscious decision to jump into that's it to job. try to get to the door no. we. Yeah. <laughs> you looked at that razor wire and you thought to yourself, I can make this.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. That is better than fighting one human being <laughs> on the other side of a door. I know, right? Who, when they come into the room, you could be waiting with something heavy to hit them in the head with.
0: Easily. That room was like, full it, of suitcases and throwable, beatable objects. And they're clearly not like, that bright. Every, they can't even open a lock.
1: <laughs> every horror movie... Um, like, the people who are being chased, it's like, for some reason they never fight back. And, but like, every so often a man will fight back and he'll get murdered, but the women always run, and I find that incredibly sexist. Uh,
0: yes. Well, there is a scene in Bloodliner, right? Guy is having sex with a girl under these stalactites in a cave, and the killer comes yeah. to kill them, and kills the dude, and the chick gets up and beats the living shit out of him but she still... Excellent. Yeah, she kicks his ass, but she still dies because one of the stalactite things falls down and go, like impales her, but she still kicks yeah. his ass. And yeah, I, she
2: full-on, like, doing uh, judo. Yeah, it's great. I know. Have you there seen, needs to be more um, of that
1: in movies. Have you seen that scene in um, Diary of the Dead, one of the more recent Romero ones, when the girl's being chased by a zombie and the guy's like filming her being chased and she's like, Will you just help me? And then in the end she just kicks the shit out of the zombie, <laughs> says don't mess with Texas, gets into a car and drives off. You know like, i, that I, your I mom is, I'm sick You know in the um in the first um american grudge film and it's sarah michelle geller and you spend the whole thing just going buffy it's a ghost deal with this punch it she had to have lessons on how to run like she was afraid and the whole way through the film i'm like if you just call willow she can sort this out in like 10 seconds (laughs) but it's just like the, the 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 vulnerability in horror films of women over men it's like out of all the women and men I know, the women I know would do better in a horror movie scenario than most of the men I know.
0: <laughs> That's
2: uh, so true.
0: It depends on the horror movie. I, I mean, obviously, I'm, a, I'm obviously also a witch. Uh, and so I would do better in one of the haunting or demon possession movies yeah. than Ben would. I'm
1: saying but, I'm saying Rather than with an axe murderer.
0: Yeah, but yeah, Ben would rock like a zombie movie. Ben would fucking own own that shit, you know? Or an axe used murderer. I'd be useless in a
1: zombie apocalypse scenario because as soon I'm diabetic, as soon as the insulin ran out, I'd be I'd be gone.
0: See, I think with because I have I have PTSD and depression, I'm I'm crazy. So if I ran out of my medication, it might actually help me survive. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you see, uh, uh, no no offense meant, Ben, but in a in in a horror movie scenario, even with an axe murderer, I take Misty because I feel like she could swing me around like some sort of weapon. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's the thing though. I have don't come a any lot. closer. I have a homosexual. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I have a large collection of weapons, so yeah, I'd be already we, tooled up and ready. We have loads. Okay, we'll, fair. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll,
2: I've got swords and machetes and all sorts. I, b- so.
0: I buy him a <laughs> weapon for Christmas every year.
1: Whereas yeah, if crossbows, if it crossbows. Yeah. If it was demons, me and Misty would be like, don't come any closer, we've got sage.
0: <laughs> I have so much sage right now,
1: I've got Sorry, I've the accounting
0: program. <laughs> I've got sage. Step back! Products. I've got I'm this pretty pretty software. Uh, I got sage
1: and, and some chalk. Yeah. <laughs> Don't come any closer. I've got a doll and a pin.
0: <laughs> oh, I need to make some more puppets soon. Anyway, we've we've gotten off track because we're all sorry. I I because, I'm a bad influence. Oh uh, no, it's just because we're all so awesome. We can you know, we've got to spread it around. If we concentrate it too much, you know, people could get hurt.
1: People could have seizures listening to this.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. Um so we don't know why he killed the blind guy. We know why he ki- we know why they killed the chick that ran away. Which was yeah, hilarious. Oh yeah. When did, and-
1: oh yeah, that death scene it's just like
0: Oh, that's my all time favorite death scene.
1: It is, for real. The good thing is it sets you up for the theatricality, which is good. Because yeah. if they'd only started murdering people that dramatically halfway through the film, you'd have been like, well, this is a change of pace.
0: Right, this has taken a turn.
1: <laughs> yeah, so far, all we've had is hostile cab drivers and austere dance teachers. Where's this come from? you know?
0: Well, we had Smushy Face. Oh, uh, yeah. so the, the part uh, There's a part where a hand reaches through, grabs uh, her by the back of her head. As she's smushing her face against the window, and you get a great shot of her face full on just smushed yeah. against the window it's fantastic and you know
1: what? i love seeing people murdered in horror films where they don't get to look sexy the whole time yes, that, yeah. it's not. You know, sexy I'm, sick being of, murdered. I'm sick of seeing young men with six packs and women with tits bigger than their heads <laughs> with perfect makeup even though they've been running through the undergrowth for 10 years <laughs> it feels like and it's like they, they still look amazing when they're being murdered it's the, like Blair. they'll have
0: like a lace in their hair i'm
1: oh, sorry
2: Blair, you need to watch WrestleMania.
0: Oh, for Christ's <laughs> sake!
1: That sounds fun already. <laughs> Les de Dios. We, we
0: did an episode. That was was that episode two? was that our second ever podcast?
2: Uh, this one already once, but it was amazing.
0: Yeah.
2: But, yeah. <laughs> so fun on that I one. might
0: I might actually watch that tonight. When we're done recording.
2: <laughs> I think we should Yeah, because that is just women with big tits but she's the mechanic she can fix it by smacking it with a thing even though they drove over rock and smashed the engine yeah. um, the, the guy's like a porn director and everything but the, the main hero of them is, is just this big fat guy but all the women are like porn stars <laughs> it's, it's that sounds it's,
1: like, it's a, it sounds very really like Planet Terror the bad guy it. in it
2: is, it is this, this uh, wrestler that's been like, put ben. together and it's actually very mysterious
1: Nice. And That's he is on
2: monstrously big in it Because from obviously old WrestleMania days he was quite one of the agility wrestlers. Yeah. And in this he's just like he's like looks like he's about seven foot tall and about three hundred pounds.
0: Um no, we're not reviewing WrestleManiac again. Damn it.
1: Sorry. We've already done an episode
0: on WrestleManiac. <laughs> Rain your shit in. <laughs>
1: No. <laughs> Have you done an episode on Reverse Cockneys plugging. versus Zombies? Yet? Have we done what? Cockneys versus. Not zombies. yet, not yet. No, we'll no, get we're to we're it. Both, no. The best, the best chase scene in any film ever. <laughs>
0: yeah, oh,
2: it's a good movie. I did enjoy that uh,
0: one. Maybe we should do it next but,
2: episode. Yeah. All right, you it's heard good... it
0: here. Next episode, Cockneys versus Zombies.
2: Available June 2026. No, because June but, is
0: it's... Gay Bed and Breakfast of Terror for Pride Month.
1: Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, um, Suspiria again, the maggot scene. Oh,
0: that was fantastic.
1: Though. It was fantastic, and I know that the only reason it's there plot-wise is to get them all to sleep downstairs so they can realise that the the chancellor's there. Yeah. But you know what? It was just such a wonderful bit of grim horror, and also just getting to watch her shoes go through oh, them. Oh,
0: yes, yes, because. You you get the shot of the ceiling when she looks up at the ceiling and they're all crawling on the ceiling and I thought like the first time I saw it when I was younger I thought that was going to be the only big shot but but when she walks into that attic and you get the close up of her stepping on because maggots squit me out anyway they're just yeah Uh,
2: yeah that was pretty gross it was
0: fantastic it was wonderfully done and we're expected to believe it's old food and they never tell us yeah you know it looks like old food. But they ain't
1: food, man. <laughs> also, how often do they do a shop? Do they like get in a shop that's meant last three years? How did that all go? I on? don't
0: know. I don't, I don't know. That's, that's something that the school has to take up with the disorder. Oh. I'm sorry. She, at one point, when she realizes uh, and decides not to eat the food or drink the wine, and she flushes the food down the toilet and she pours the wine down the sink for some reason, not in the toilet. And then she's like, oh, shit, my sink's red. And she, like, swishes it around with her hand a bit. Like, she's never cleaned the sink in her entire fucking life. And...
1: Oh, she's money. She's <laughs> money. She used to have people for but that. But it's
0: still all bloody. And she's just like, eh, that'll do. <laughs> it fucks off.
1: I mean, I'm guessing they did that to show us that it wasn't wine.
0: I mean, maybe. It didn't have...
1: Because maybe it was meant... Because, the- obviously, it didn't stain like wine. It-, it was meant to be like blood. But then she's been drinking this shit for weeks. Yeah. What kind of crap-ass wine was she drinking back in the States that made her think... Maybe she's not... Ne- because whenever you see a move it, it doesn't have the consistency of wine.
0: Yeah, well, maybe she never had wine before and it's just too embarrassing to say.
1: because yeah, <laughs> she asks her, oh, do you like red wine? And she's like, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe she's just like on the spot and goes, this must be what wine tastes yeah. like. <laughs> maybe, maybe,
2: I mean, well, maybe she's she just look, not sure. She's like, she does do I like right red wine? wine?
1: She's yeah. looks like, like the kind of gal that drinks white wine. Oh no. Spritz. Oh, good Spritz. lord. She's a Lambrini girl. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I'm amazed she survived. Like, this
1: is a girl who's never drank white lightning a skate
0: park. <laughs> God, has everyone in every country drank fucking white lightning at a skate park? Is that like a rite of passage? I, I think
2: <laughs> it's, like, it's like youth initiation. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Or Mad Dog 2020.
1: <laughs> it, it's from the old caveman oh, days it's like a oh, rite of passage bad dog 2020 one of oh, my friends God, got no. annihilated he's drinking a bottle of that oh Jesus. yeah i did
2: yeah i ended up with my mate's girlfriend because i necked an entire bottle of that oh wow.
0: dude that's not cool
2: and neither was she <laughs>
0: yeah
2: that that was in very young early days that was
1: mad dog 2020 the drink of the home <laughs>
2: yeah
0: it's their new slogan. We're going to get that on the t-shirt.
1: Well, if you put me in a room full of straight old white men that are the drag queen, they're not going to be happy, are I them? think they'll... That, that would be amazing. Th- I think... It's my gig on a Friday at the moment. I DJ in, like, a, a, a an old man's sports bar because they're trying to get young people to come <laughs> in. But there's football <laughs> on the telly, me that's in the corner playing S Club 7, and a load of old white men looking <gasps> up What
0: down. fucking Can we go? Where is it? Tell where, me where, where, and, where it and what
1: day you is, it is called, It's called The Ginger Goose. It is in Bradford, and I DJ there from 8 until midnight on a Friday. And the only reason I'm still going is because they're paying me very well. Oh,
0: we're so going. We're so gonna have to go. Oh, hell yeah. We'll get, like, a load of people together and just get all fucking bondaged up and just
2: raid the place. We we'll would just stall the place and be like, <laughs> do
1: it. If we can drive out the old white guys, I won't feel threatened anymore. The good thing is bouncers in the bar just staff just five minutes flat place.
2: and they'll be leaving.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm going to have to break out the beast for this one, I think.
1: Release the cracker.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Where were we? Yeah. <laughs> I think this might be our best episode. This might be our best ever episode. <laughs> we've, I mean, we've, we have reviewed the shit out of this movie, we've stayed on track
1: completely the whole time
2: we've we've established the the actors the directors you know the premise behind the movie yeah
1: the thing is we are Hmm. staying as focused to the plot as the movie did itself (laughs) so in a way we're channeling its essence
0: yeah it's more of a
2: visual this truly is the Suspiria episode
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like entering your
1: worst nightmare but a podcast kind of like
2: kind of like a Psychotic
1: episode. <laughs> Ben's in a leotard up on point in a tutu. It's very ballet. Did you see
0: the package like on a guy in white leotard, though? Jesus Christ. Oh, honey, <laughs> I pressed
1: pause and I had a zoom cut. Slow-mo zoom. <laughs> I, I was watching with my husband, and we were just like, there's not enough of the male ballet dancers. Why none of them being slowly carved into pieces in a sexy way?
0: Yeah. Well, maybe they were just, like, so submissive to the witches that uh,
1: they can... That's that's hot, too. Yeah.
0: I I like to think that that's why.
1: (laughs) I I like muscular young men who do anything a witch
3: says.
0: (laughs) Uh, Now, let me tell you about the assortment of leotards I've picked out for you.
1: (laughs) 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 So, it... It it goes full-on, like, Day of the dead at the end, does it when the witch brings um, the dead girl ah. back? But the thing is, we've seen her body, the body is animated, raised from the dead, but then when the witch dies, the body just fades away like a ghost.
0: Well, because it was clearly a ghost version of the, of the body,
1: <laughs> a manifestation
2: reincarnation.
0: Oh, I like it, mm. it rhymes and everything.
1: I know, but also, like, she sees the outline of the invisible witch. Oh, with an outline. Yes. And she stares uh, at her. Oh no, says, see that that was just bad editing
2: because they edited out in. the little guy <laughs> coming with the mom.
1: Yeah. But like, yeah, you know, she looks, she knows where the witch is, and then she looks at the corpse, looks at the witch. And she's just like, fucking stab her already. Yeah.
0: Well, see, she wouldn't have had to stab her if this incredibly graceful ballerina didn't knock over the big ass giant peacock fucking glass statue that was directly in yeah. front of her.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was like, did they drug you that much or now blind.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and it, that didn't even wake the witch up. It was the balls that rolled off of it and hit the bottom of the bed. Yeah. So if, if she hadn't just knocked that over, then all would have been well. And now for some music and promos. We'll be right back with more Suspiria.
6: My life fades. The vision dims. All that remains are memories. I remember a time of chaos. Ruined dreams. Wasted land. But most of all, I remember the podcasts. The man we called Witch. To understand who he was, you have to go back to another time. A time when the doomsday clock ticked ever closer to Armageddon. You can still find The Witch vs. The Doomsday Clock Podcast by searching for WYCH on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. Memories may decline, but movies live forever.
4: Doms and subs, masters, mistresses and slaves, owners and pets, daddies, mommies and littles, primals and prey, switches, heathens, kinksters and deviants, welcome to Legion After Dark. Legion After Dark is a movie review podcast with a kinky twist. I'm your host, Lady M, and every episode I'll be reviewing a movie with a BDSM or kink theme. I'll also be talking about books, sex toys, bondage equipment, all the fun things that make life grand. I'll be featuring a different kink each episode, and I'll even give you a song to sing to. So join us. On Legion After Dark, coming soon to Legion Podcast Network.
5: I like you better when you let your daughter.
0: Right, so we're back. I hope you enjoyed the music break and promos, and I admittedly, I completely forgot to do it earlier, so I was like, oh shit, I should probably do a music break now. <laughs> so, where would you like to rank this movie? How would you how many hatchets would you give this period?
1: I would probably go for a solid 4 actually because I really enjoyed it. Oh. It was like, harking back to classic horror, and it has so many elements that modern horror is missing.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Like, that whole thing of, like, constantly shoving a demon in your face, and, like, you can't scare everyone with an image. Everyone's scared of different things. Let their minds scare themselves, and this movie was so good at building, like, tension. Because, like, obviously, I've been programmed now by Bond and Horror, and I, I complained earlier, which I'm going to revoke my complaint that it didn't explain enough, but I liked being as lost as the main character because then you relate to her and you feel her horror. Yeah,
0: and it, it retains that dreamlike quality that the whole movie, it just carries yeah. on throughout the entire movie. You do take taken out of that dream world at any point.
1: And that's yeah. what should happen. Unfortunately, um, like Hollywood these days think we're all too stupid. Yeah, it, it, and need to have things with tentacles and teeth thrown in our faces.
2: Have you seen most of their viewer base?
1: <laughs> I try to avoid it. I wear dark glasses a lot. Then you can understand where the movie's are <laughs> <been> coming from. <laughs> True. Um,
0: and, and the problem with the horror community as a whole right now as well is that there's, so, there's a section of the horror fan base that has become so elitist that they slam anything new so the movies that are new that come out that are actually really good and new and different and bring a fresh take on the genre just gets bitched about by the fans and not watched really by the mainstream people and so and swept under well, the rug. you know yeah. i think it follows and the Duke even though i didn't like the babadook but still it got people talking about horror again in a
1: I enjoyed The Babadook, but I can't watch it too often because the kid does my <laughs>
0: fucking nothing.
1: I'm just like, I don't care if it's a monster or if it's if it's a symbol of the mum's psychosis, but it needs to murder the child now.
0: <laughs> See, I didn't, it, because everybody told me that before I watched it, they're like, oh my god, the kid is so fucking obnoxious, you know, going in. And when I watched it, I was like, expecting way worse. I was just like, that's fucking nothing. <laughs> that's not, that's a tantrum. That's a classic tantrum. Yeah. You know.
1: Um, yeah, well, I really yeah. liked um the witch, but oh. loads of people hated it because they were like, oh, where were the monsters? Where were the scares? Oh, that I was, like, those are good was great. The thing is, people don't understand real life horror. They only understand dramatic Hollywood. Oh my God, there's a demon standing right in front of me, or a ghost in the mirror horror. But the horror of that is that's how people behave. Yeah. And in some places, still behave towards people who are different.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And
1: and the fact of the matter is this girl got so alienated by her family that in the end she did sell her soul to satan Mm -hmm. all because of the religion that was meant to be spreading love and i think that's something that truly is horrific the people are too they're the kind of people who when we studied gothic horror literature in my english a level complained that edgar Allan poe wasn't scary because they lacked the imagination to read horror novels
0: that's that's it right there you hit the nail on the head people don't understand horror anymore you know, they
1: just... No, they've had... They're literally spoon-fed, and so they don't know how to engage with, with classic horror, which yeah, this... used the correct method of leading you far enough down the path that you'll walk the rest of the way yourself to a destination that will scare you individually.
0: Absolutely.
1: Because you know your own fears better than any director ever will.
0: A, a prime example of this is um, the original versus the remake of The Eye. The original... Yeah, maybe the eye was was great at, at at keeping it obscure, and letting you go on this journey. The Hollywood remake—they literally showed you flashbacks explaining every little detail. It's just—it's it, insulting, frankly.
1: Mm. You know. It, well, the remakes of any um, East Asian horror films, um, specific examples being *A Tale of Two Sisters*, which was remade as *The Uninvited*, or the *Grudge* and *The Ring* films. Is um J Horror specifically is so good at keeping you unsettled, especially with the way they mess around with um the chronology. Yeah. yeah nothing's in the right order. And yet yeah, they'll show you they'll show you the monsters like in the grudge and the ring, but they spend far more time unsettling you. Whereas like if you've ever seen um, like the Hollywood or the American grudge films yeah. like there's one point where in the second one where the girl's in the phone box you just get full on big blue uh-huh. CGI face in the middle of the day in the phone box with her I was like that's scary no no absolutely
2: no, t- t- the problem with most of the movies that have come out in the 2000s in the horror genre is it's all about slasher movies and jump scares
0: found footage yeah. which I thought was there's over no, I thought we there's were there's none good. of the
2: thriller side of it anymore which really no. sort of Unnerved you or really scared you, it's all about making you get that one jump.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I want to be, I want to watch a film that at the end of it, I'm still, I'm scared. I don't, you know, I want to be walking home from the movies at night, looking over my shoulder. Yeah. That's a horror film. Something that makes you jump is an adrenaline film.
0: Yeah.
1: And, <laughs> I, and jump scares have their place, but they get relied on far too much now.
0: It's, it's and
1: become lazy writing. You know. I like a film that unsettles you.
0: I said, I think that's why The Purge was so popular.
1: Yeah. The thing is, horror, even supernatural horror, needs to have elements of reality so that people can relate to it. Yeah. Otherwise, you're literally just relying on going, oh, 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 boom! <laughs> like, mm-hmm.
2: you, you just found their entire concept of the writing cruise for a lot of the recent movies.
1: Yeah, like... I mean, enjoyed... that's what they
2: start off and then they just build the story over.
1: it. Yeah, I really enjoyed um, the Conjuring and Annabelle films, because even though they use jump scares, I do find them slightly. Inse- the first Annabelle film, um, you know, when she's on the stairs and she looks back, you can just see a shadowy face on the staircase. Yeah. And then it goes on for just long enough. And then there's a flash of lightning and it's in front of her. I like that, because if you're going to show the monster, you show it for a brief flash. You don't have it, like, clear. Yeah. And also, just that thing of when it's at the stairs, at the bottom of the stairs, and she's there, and it's like, do you move? Do you stay still? <laughs> that fight-or-flight thing, that was such a good thing to play on.
0: Absolutely. Well, The Conjuring, yeah. The Conjuring and Annabelle both did really well with uh, with their jump-scare management. Um, yeah. I completely... that.
1: But obviously, it did still have some really ham-fisted moments, but it didn't have as many as things are prone to. Like, the Sinister films, I thought, were excellent because they were yes. far more unsettling than they were... You know, there were a couple of jump scares, but there weren't many. They didn't need them. Compared to, no, because just watching those films, like the films, and then just seeing... like, Because, like, um, Bagul um, accepted that, like, the crappy jump scare they throw in at the end, yeah. literally, <laughs> will just... You'll just notice him because he was always in the shot. Yeah. Or he'll stride into it slowly. <laughs> and this podcast is so amazing.
2: Fun. We have removed so many movies <laughs> in one <laughs> podcast.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm so bad. I can't tell. No! We've all done it though. All been, no, seriously. but the thing is, the thing is, this is what I love it when a horror film comes out that does make me. I want. I don't want to go. Ah. I want to go. Oh my God! I've just felt a shiver go up my spine. Yeah. the only jump scare that's ever truly rattled me was have you watched banshee chapter
0: not yet it's on my list actually
1: there's a there's a jump scare in it and the um like my me and my friends when we watched it we had to pause it for 10 minutes because my friends could stop laughing because i've jumped in horror films before (sighs) but when this jump scare happened the thing that jumped out was so similar to things that i used to have night terrors about (sighs) that I oh, never described to anybody, that I felt like the directors had been in my head, that I literally screamed and threw myself <laughs> on my husband's lap in the fetal position. And we didn't have to stop for me to recover. We had to stop because my friends had never seen me react like that before and <laughs> couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely oh. best jump scare I've ever... But that only got that reaction out of me because it, was, it felt like something had just been pulled out of my brain.
2: Well, what, 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 oh, I've got to check this movie out now. I
1: know, right? That's it. It, I'm not going to tell you what, it, it's nothing that um, grotesque or anything. It just looked very, very similar to the things I used to see in these this night terrors I used to have. Uh, so it was just, it was like, it was like horrific nostalgia. <laughs> but that, you,
3: know,
1: I horrific you can't nostalgia. rely on that for everyone, because most other people would have just reacted to that jump scare of, oh my God, something's there. Yeah. And, like, you're better off letting people scare themselves. Build the tension. Don't show them the fucking monster. The only... Yeah, I, there I, I,
0: are I, exceptions I, to the don't show the monster rule, though. If you're going to show yeah. the monster, it's got to be fucking fantastical. Like, in Jared Carpenter's The Thing or in The Void,
1: they should Or even even in Pan's Labyrinth, the, yes. um, the guy... Yeah, the office, oh, yeah.
2: That was brilliant. That
1: was I mean, brilliant. Even, in, even in Silent Hill, when you meet the version of Alessa, who's... Um, yes. Who's, who's the All, demon as well. A lot of the monsters Is, in it are just really cool to see. It's, yeah, but she, I find her, her performance so powerful because the little girl just having this whole speech about how she's the end of days <laughs> in such a calm manner. I just found so beautifully horrific. Oh, fantastic! Was... And there was a brilliant interview with the girl when they said, when all these interviews were gone weren't you scared? Weren't you terrified? She's like, why should I be scared? I was the fucking monster. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, guy. she was
2: cold She was really good about that. You know, I am titling this episode like Black Anis uh, reviews Suspiria and then comma and then the little letters, all the other movies. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah. So, the- but, so quoting back to earlier, I will also give it a four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four
3: hatchets. To the-
2: tie it back to the 20
1: minutes ago. <laughs> I think I do. Have fun editing this, by the way. Oh, me, we're right.
0: not editing any oh, of this I'm out. Oh, i We're not editing any of this out. This all. <laughs> says- <laughs> all I right, i four hatchets. Just clean it up a little Come bit. Be it. Give us.
3: Yeah.
2: For being a artistic horror masterpiece.
0: Oh, did you read that off of the thing? Are you like, do you have a magazine in your hand right
2: now? No, I just made that up put the spot because I'm smart. You,
0: you're reading the TV cover. <laughs> All
2: I've got is my move button. Ah.
0: Um, I give it, I give it a. I'm gonna give it four and a half hatchets, and I'm gonna give it that because it is one of my
1: favorite movies. Um, because visually. Which half of the hatchet is it getting? Is it getting the sharp end or the, the stick? The sharp end, like so. That's a good four and a half. So it's not
2: getting the shift
0: then. No, no, it's one of my favorite movies because (laughs) honestly, even if some of the plot points are weak, visually it is so fucking stunning. Like I can watch this movie a hundred times over because it's just so
1: beautiful and the. That's That's visuals can make up for a weak plot. I mean, that's why I love Silent Hill.
0: Yeah, (laughs) the deaths.
1: The only film. the only reason I'm not giving it
2: a five. five.
0: What's the only reason you're not giving it a five?
2: B- because, b- because of the non-existent actual plotline. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: but uh, yeah, exactly. That's why it's not getting. It's five a good minutes.
2: and bad thing, but it's but like the death. I, I, I could, uh, a little bit more would be good, but not much.
0: The, de- the yeah. deaths were fantastic, and I love the, oh, the, God, the yeah. dreamlike quality of the movie, and just oh, it's so fucking gorgeous.
1: Even the characters talk like they're people you meet in your dreams yeah. because they're not quite there or making sense. Yeah. It all makes sense. To everyone except the the viewer and obviously the main character, who is the viewer's art, who are mm-hmm. the view- She's the viewer's eyes, and it, that's the thing I loved the most about it was I felt like I was having a, like a dream slash nightmare where I was this girl and everything made got to make sense to everyone except me. Yeah. But I kept going along with it, but I didn't know why, <sighs> and that's how dreams work. Yeah. And that's why it's someone settling because you can't escape that.
0: No, no, yeah, fucking spot on. We need to have you back, Blair.
1: Yes, yes, yeah, so I'd be, I'd be honored.
0: You were a fantastic guest. Um, so you can all see Blair at. Tell them where they can see you at.
1: Um, I'll be back at the scene Lincoln on Saturday, the 14th of April. We're doing cabarets all through the summer to raise money for Lincoln Pride. So I'll be back for a few more of them as well. Um, I'm often floating about Leeds. Um, You can track me down and to find out what I'm doing on Instagram and Twitter. Just the underscore witch underscore Blair because someone else had already taken the witch Blair and the account hasn't published anything since 2015, so I've messaged Twitter asking for that <laughs> handle and livid that I have to have underscores. Oh,
0: yeah, that's bullshit, man. <laughs> I, know, right? I have to have
1: an underscore on my footwear
0: football, too.
1: I feel your pain. <laughs> I know, it's just like, like like, people always go, oh, why did you pick the drag name Blair? It's like, it's my real name. <laughs> my name's Blair, and I'm the witch, and I have to be the witch Blair, because if I say the Blair Witch, I get sued. <laughs> Which isn't fair, because I've been chasing young men through the woods in the middle of the night for a lot longer.
2: And it just means you'll have a lot of build-up and be disappointed in the end. (laughs) Yeah, it 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 basically basically means
1: three loud young people get lost for a long time, and then I'm in a corner somewhere, (laughs) wishing they were dead.
2: (laughs) Is that Friday or Saturday night?
1: (laughs) See, that's my Sunday. That's (laughs) the slow night. That's that's when you're
0: recovering. like a light light yeah. exercise you know but thank you so much for being on and well thank you for having well, me well we we intend to have yeah. you back and uh, if you start your own podcast or your own webcast do let us know send us the promo we'll be happy to play it and subscribe as well
1: thank you yeah we should be I should be starting a YouTube series with one of my um drag sisters soon we're going to call it the Blair Bitch project
0: <laughs> love it
1: Oh. And it's just going to be us bitching about whatever we want, so...
0: Oh, fantastic.
1: And we'll have to get you guys on as guests when we get it up and running. Oh, absolutely. will be, uh, we'll be, be a lot,
2: There'll be a lot of editing required
0: there. <laughs> Are we allowed to swear on your show? Oh, God, yeah. Fuck yeah.
1: Like, only To get on YouTube, the only swear word you can't use is the C1, I believe, so... Why? Oh, cabaret. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I I just think YouTube are weak, weak ass motherfuckers, but also we'll just, if we're struggling on YouTube, we'll just, we'll just bleep things. But I won't use a standard bleep, we're gonna probably use a Hollywood scream or something.
0: Nice. Or every time
1: someone bleeps, we'll just use sound bites from the Blair Witch Project, like, it's the same log! (laughs)
0: Well, thank you for being on, um, and you should all check out every single thing that The Witch Blair does, because this bitch is fantastic! Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, obviously, there's the Black Anis Facebook group, you can come join us there. Uh, we are, we're on Twitter, but it's my account. It's Misty Kitty on Twitter. Um, because we made a Black Anis account, and I never, ever, ever, ever use it, so it all just goes on mine. Um, you can find us on the legion podcast network and soon there'll be a uh, legion after dark dropping and i believe there might be a couple of more new shows coming to the network that you uh, really want to keep an eye out i'm not at liberty to say the names but uh it's gonna be fantastic
2: yeah, so and the legion network is growing more awesome by the week
0: also black and
1: you are legion for you are many <laughs> Exactly.
0: Uh, also, Black Anus will be coming to video fairly soon. Uh, so keep an eye out for that.
2: That's when we really put the scare in everybody. Yeah. Uh, because they are ugly mugs.
0: <laughs> I hope we have a lot of chubby chasers in the audience.
2: <laughs> I'll just make sure the green screen's are in front of us rather than behind. Yes.
1: <laughs> you could do, you could, what you could do is you could get green screens and then wear green morph suits. Yes. And then you could be like wizards and elves. And... Oh my god, now, I want to I just, be a wizard. I'll,
2: I'll get one of the just just the morph suit hood, so then I can just make my face whoever's I want each episode.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, they... I might do that, because then if you have me back on a video one, I won't have to put on my makeup on. <laughs> you know, just get a morph
2: suit of your own face, but already done up with the makeup on. That would work. Well, for himself, that is, like, the laziest, easy <laughs> one in ever. It's that ready to get to work?
1: <laughs> That's what they do in, Pr- <laughs> in the musical Priscilla Queen of the Desert. They have, like, glasses with the eye makeup on and just stick on lips because they have to get in and out of drag so quickly in the musical. And I'm like, I just want to do that for my show. I mean, you can. That's
0: brilliant. No one's going to tell you you
1: can't. Takes me an hour to get ready, and I just think I could be drinking in that time.
2: What you need is, home- is a makeup, oh, the makeup shop. Makeup done. <laughs> I know home so many shop. drag queens <laughs>
1: would get behind <laughs> It's a whore and shoot me in the face, seriously.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that is all for this episode. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we will see you, hopefully, in a couple of weeks. A month we'll be dropping the next episode. So be sure and join us for that. Bye. Okay,
1: guys. Bye. Bye. Unpleasant dreams.
4: And this, and, this and this is what the devil does. This is what the does. This is What the does.
3: So yeah. Up on drugs so much, I don't think I can come down. I really don't. <laughs> Everybody thinks I'm high, and I am. thinks I'm high and I am. And everybody thinks I'm high and I am. And everybody thinks I'm high and I am.